Hey, welcome back to House Fish, the real estate show, home of the world's best home buying tips. Today we're going to talk about house hacking. Like, what actually is house hacking? How to do it, loan programs, different property types, etc. We're going to actually get into some details here. So, house hacking just seems to be a buzzword that kind of popped up the last two or so years on the internet where it's like, hey, buy a fourplex, multifamily property, live rent-free, enjoy your life, retire, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a lot more to it than that. I'll just say this before we get into the, uh, the uh, episode. If it was, if this fourplex was just so easy to like house hack, live rent free, carry on with your life, why would anybody sell this property? Hmm. So, by the way, who am I? My name is David. I have seven years in the mortgage industry as a underwriter and a uh, loan officer. So, uh, that's my area of expertise. And so, let's jump into it. So, house hacking. It's simply having someone help pay the rent for the property that you live in you by no means have to live rent free it's honestly it's hard to live rent free i kind of gave you the you know why would anybody sell a cash flowing fourplex example to you but that simply is that you can do it in a single family property that's what i've done you know twice uh in my life you can do it in a fourplex i mean that's the the best case scenario but uh yeah you can do it in a oneplex or one single family property condo townhome duplex triplex fourplex etc so Let's talk about a few different loan programs. So if you're looking to purchase a multifamily property, your best bet is going to be an FHA loan, USDA, USDA loan, or a VA loan. So for a VA loan, you have to be uh, um, a veteran or, you know, unfortunately, the spouse of a deceased veteran. For a USDA um, loan, you have to be in a agriculturally zoned area. A lot of those are a lot closer to cities than you think. You can go to like the USDA site and actually put in zip codes. Um, and it'll show you, you know, what areas are zoned for USDA or then an FHA loan, which is available to everybody. And so the big benefit of FHA of, for all, all three of these is that um, for USDA, you can put down 0%, but for FHA loan, you can put down 3.5%. And it applies to a one, two, three, or four unit property. That's why those that this loan is great for house hacking. See a previous episode for some of the down, the pitfalls of uh, FHA, but this is one of the huge benefits of using FHA is the ability to buy a four unit property with only three and a half percent down. So one thing that folks always miss about the um, house hacking with FHA loan is the FHA self-sufficiency test. That's why I can tell like a lot of folks that uh, claim the sole house hacking thing um don't actually do it in real life because rarely does ever anyone ever mention what the fha self-sufficiency test is so this is what it is it basically says that if you're in a three or four unit property your mortgage can only can be no more than 75 percent of the rent on the property so what does that mean let's say you're in a fourplex and the rents are 1000 on all four properties so your mortgage is or the the total rent in the property is four thousand dollars 75 percent of that is three thousand dollars so your mortgage can be no more than three thousand dollars so it doesn't matter what your dti is your credit or anything the mortgage cannot be more than three thousand dollars no if ands or buts so like unfortunately if you're like in a high cost of living area you know your uh la's um dc san francisco's you know it's it's hard to find a property every now and then so you may have to be in a situation where you have it may have to put down more than like the three uh and a half percent in order to you know get the mortgage down so that's something you have to consider in your um in your journey so but it's also super important to make sure that your realtor and your lender understand that as well because the rents for those properties can be used towards 
your qualifying income as well. But once again, if it doesn't meet that test, all the other stuff doesn't matter. So you don't want your realtor wasting your time and showing you properties where the rents don't don't equal, where, where there's no scenario where your mortgage is gonna be 75% of your rent. So you wanna make sure that your realtor is looking into that before you even go see the property. And so, excuse me, a little bit more clar clarity on that. So it doesn't matter what property you're in. Let's say that the rents in the property are 2,000, uh, 1,500, uh, 500 in the fourplex, you know, still 4,000. It doesn't matter if you're in the $2,000 unit property or the 500 uh, a month property. It's, it's still 75% total, just kind of FYI there. And so for NACA as well, it has the same 0% down um, guidelines as well as far as using multifamily property. I think, check out episode six of the podcast for kind of a breakdown on uh, the ins and outs of the NACA program. What if you want to see another breakdown, uh, let me know and I may do like kind of like a quick 10 minute video like I do with these. And so your next loan option is a conventional loan. And so with a conventional loan, depends on the lender, but for like a duplex, you can typically find that at like 5% down. So if, you, if you're getting like a if you're looking at a duplex, you know, you may want to toggle between a, a conventional or FHA loan. I'd probably lean towards a conventional loan for a duplex just because, once again, with the FHA loan, the PMI stays on the loan forever. Um, and so you got to refinance into a conventional anyways and, you know, pay the title fees and all that stuff over again. So, you know, it depends how comfortable financially you are. But, you know, if that 1.5% is not going to matter, you may just want to start with a, a conventional loan for a duplex. So once you get to that three, four unit space, you can be, it depends on the lender, but you can be like 20 or 25% down, which at that point you might as well just like buy an investment property. So that's kind of the, the loan programs there. And so let's jump into the different property types. And so once again, my favorite is the one unit uh, house act and so, or the single family house act. So we'll get into that last, but once again, your four unit property, it's going to have the best uh, ROI or best cash flow scenarios because once again, if we go back to the FHA self-sufficiency test, the mortgage without you, essentially 75% of the mortgage, has to, it has to break even. So once again, if there's four units and three of them have all the same rent, you know, 75% of that, meaning that one of those people cannot pay rent and it, it breaks even. And so if it breaks even with you in there, worst case scenario, when you're not in there, of course, it's going to be, be cash flowing. So once again, those are hard to find. A way that may help you out is if you can use maybe like an FHA 2 or 3K loan, maybe to, you know, buy that ugly property on the block. But that, that's probably a good way is the FHA, FHA 203K rehab loan in order to, you know, maybe try to maneuver your way into a four-unit property that, so it's, you know, it's a little bit less desirable than, um than, you know, the, uh, a, a turnkey uh, four-unit property, essentially. And then, you know, Three, threeplex, duplex, you know, it's kind of, kind of the same scenario there. You can, you know, do your um, FHA 2 or 3K or just FHA loan. And so when you're looking at a duplex, you know, it's not going to, it doesn't have, it doesn't, the FHA self-sufficient test doesn't apply, but you're going to probably want the rents to be, you know, about 60, 70%, cover 60, 70% of your, your mortgage is kind of what you're looking at for a duplex for it to really make sense for you. And then also you can kind of compare that to, to rents. Well, sorry about that. Compare that to rents in the area as well, as far as you know, does it makes do does the, the rent make sense, or excuse me, does the mortgage make sense for me on this duplex essentially? And then my favorite is the single family house hack. So what I've done in my uh, career is just house hack single family property. So to me, I always selected a condo just because those are super easy to maintain. It's essentially like an apartment that you're on. And one thing I looked at was 
super low HOA fee. So I wasn't paying for a bunch of amenities and stuff like that. And so like in the condos I've stayed, in, I think HOA fees were like less than $200 in, in, in both of them, which, you know, paid for, you know, the maintenance and the upkeep of the yard and all that. And basically stuff that you probably would be paying for sort if you're in a house as well. You know, it may add up to like $200 per month. And your insurance is a lot less. Your personal insurance is a lot less on a, a condo as well because the, the building has to have like a, a masked, uh, a mass HOA or homeowner, excuse me, a mass insurance plan on that condo as well. So, but yeah, one super important thing to look at when you're doing the single family house act is that bedroom to bathroom ratio. So you always want your renter to have their own bathroom just because you don't want to be sharing a one, you don't want to be sharing a bathroom with anybody else, but you also want to make sure your renter has their own bathroom. So it depends how many units are on your property. But, you know, to me, if it's a, a two-unit property, you want, you know, you want there to be at least two bathrooms. So one can be a separate bathroom for your, your tenant, and then the other bathroom can be, you know, the bathroom for, for your guests and for yourself personally, whether it's an ensuite in your own room or just like a, a bathroom out in the, in, the, in the mass public. So like in the condo, I was at, there was a Jack and Jill that you know it, it jacked into the um the living room and it jailed into my uh tenant's bedroom so i just you know i had him lock the the part they went into the to the living room and he just um you know went into the bathroom through through his bedroom so that that was all his and so when i had guests over they just had to use the bathroom in my in my in my condo so that, that was kind of a set in my uh bedroom so that was kind of a sacrifice i had to make but it was well worth it because like in my scenario my rent was like 1345 and my um tenant was paying like 957 which was kind of a random number but it made it look like a hiss of calculation that was like my first property um right out of college so yeah the one bedroom house act is something uh super um convenient and uh easy to do and once again the, the cool thing is once you move out you know it's, it's just it's just like you know just like an apartment you don't have to do any maintenance you don't have to worry about the, the yard upkeep there's not going to be a lot of stuff that falls apart in the condo because if stuff does fall apart, pipes and all that, it's something that is a bigger thing in the building. And so someone else is taking care of that maintenance or, you know, it's kind of paid through the HOA and, and all that. So, um, yeah, that, that's kind of my, my experience as far as, you know, different types of house acts. And you can also do it like a single family home where you can rent out different rooms in your single family home as well. So that, that's a decision you have to make on how comfortable, how comfortable you are as far as, you know, being in a house and folks renting out rooms and then, you know, everybody all sharing a huge common space but um yeah that that's the the episode so if you listen this far you know give me a like uh subscribe um share with a friend it helps you know me reach more people and helps me put out uh, better content and if you want to see some other content let me know as well and a uh, big shout out to the sponsor i guess i'll drop them last you know coins and culture you can find uh the uh, coins and culture account at instagram from um, even more short form content so uh thanks for listening